You are listening to the Hockey Heaven Podcast. And now a 24th Stanley Cup banner will hang from the rafters of the famous Forum in Montreal. The Canadians win the Stanley Cup. Hey guys, welcome to episode 24 of the Hockey Heaven podcast. Uh, today, we're going to be covering some you know teams around the league that are maybe struggling, some teams that are popping off, similar to last week, but we also got some nice news regarding, or not nice, I guess, but some fresh news regarding some coaches that have been fired, uh, some new signings, so we're going to try to cover as much as we can this episode. Uh, so let's get started, guys, I guess, Zane and Ben, what... What do you guys think of uh, Babcock? Well, how's it going, Grayson? Good, oh, yeah. good to be here. Maybe, maybe, maybe we should do <laughs> Thanks, that. Buddy. Maybe we should do that I, I'm so excited. I just want to. I just want to get into it. You know, I, I, there's so much. There's so much to talk about. There's so much to. Yeah, sorry. There's a lot to talk about. How, how, how have you guys been? Let's start with that. I've been pretty good. The winners are doing well. We're first place in the Pacific Division. And, uh, just you know, crossing our fingers and praying that uh, it holds up because you never know with this team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, personally, I've been doing well. I'm back home for a little bit for Thanksgiving, back in Vancouver, which is great. But uh, Canucks wise, it's been tough sledding here. The, the whole I, I month. feel you, buddy. I feel you, buddy. The Habs <laughs> six game slide, eight one loss to Boston. I don't even. I was uh, to be honest with you guys, it was like, hey, we should do an episode, and I was like, man, I don't even want to do an episode. I don't even want to talk about hockey right now. <laughs> it's just, fuck. All right. Well, now that we got our introductions out of the way, there, Zaner. Sorry, sorry for just, yeah, you know, I, I was just so excited, you know, because <laughs> I, I just want to get into the news. So, <laughs> so Babcock, it's been beat to death by the whole media. It's been beat to death by everybody. We're not going to spend too much time on it. We're just going to hit it quickly. Uh, what do you guys think? Maybe just give me like 45 seconds thoughts on it. Chief Keefe has been the coach for the last three games. They've won all three. The, the team, they're playing like they're not like clinching their assholes anymore. So... That's kind of a good thing for those players. And, you know, Tyson Berry's got points in those last five games. And now that even stretches back to when Babcock was there. He's playing a bit more free, a bit more, you know, he's playing on the top power play unit now. Uh, it's going to help that team a lot. They are offensively structured and they're now playing an offensively minded game rather than a defensively minded game. They're playing to their strengths and that's going to help them. Uh, you know, regardless of if it's Sheldon Keith coming in or a different coach that's going to play the same way, they're going to it's going to have the same effect. So, you know, credit to Sheldon Keith for doing the obvious and just not doing what Babcock did. Yeah, I think it's very evident, and especially just in Tyson Berry, that this system that they are now starting to play is just so much better for this team. They are insanely skilled. There's no doubting. There's no denying that this team has so much skill, and it was literally just being kept under locks by Babcock by Babcock so uh, obviously the right move and I think we talked about this in the summer uh, that if they got off to a slow start we all we all expected Babcock to be fired and well mm -hmm. here you go yeah we did so chalk one up for the hockey heaven crew there <laughs> that, that's that's uh, no um so I'm with you guys there I think that they're you know the horses are finally gonna be able to run under Keith and we're gonna actually get see some you know potentially how good Dubas's team or his vision is in this today's NHL 
So I think that's going to be interesting. Uh, just quickly to finish up on the Babcock thing too. What did you guys think of the whole Marner Babcock situation that happened? Oh man, that the is list? just pathetic. Yeah, the list. Yeah. Because because this is kind of what I want to transition into. Like the next our next topic here is, uh, you know, it's kind of these old coaches and their old coaching methods just not being acceptable in today's NHL, right? Today's, um, all the dirty secrets are, are starting to come out. So, you know, we have like Mike Commodore was ripping on Babcock, calling him a piece of shit basically. And, you know, there's been some comments it's, by Chris that's Chelios. That's a daily occurrence. Mike Commodore. Yeah, yeah. Babcock yeah. No, for sure. <laughs> but I listened to like a 30-minute interview of, of him on the radio talking about Babcock and his story. And I was like, okay, sure. And then I, then I started hearing some... Uh, Comments made towards um, him by Chelios, you know, with the whole free agent thing that he was saying how nobody wants to sign there. And then there was the, I heard that that story about Mike Medano and how he, he didn't let him get to 1,500 games, kind of scumbag move. The Jason Spezza thing he did, scumbag move. Like, it just, it's starting to all make sense. And then to put the cherry on top, this Marner story comes out. And I was just... Like how 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 soon do we think he's gonna get another job? Do you think teams are, are gonna be more hesitant? To Why hire would this guy anyone want to hire him? Like yeah, that, I'm, I'm that Marner same... story alone is pathetic. It doesn't matter yeah. like the old techniques and stuff like that. You don't throw a guy under the bus like that and say, oh yeah, he said you're not working hard. Like yeah, true. That's just it's ridiculous. Well, you think about it in a way too, right? Marner coming in with some of the new kids, he's gonna tell his friends right what Babcock made him do, so the rookies all know what's going on. Then Babcock goes to the vets and he tells them, hey, look at this rookie telling you that you're not working hard. It just divides the room, right? Now, I don't, I don't understand that, how I don't that's know, supposed to help. I don't know if that's what happened because I think, you know, like, I think it was Bozak and Kadri that were the guys that were call, called out. But uh, I think those two guys had pretty good relationships with Mitch still and credit to them. You know, well, it I think really they, easy to, they took Mitch aside. They, I think they went yeah, to Babcock and like, what, what are you doing? Like, yeah. you don't throw <laughs> yeah. this guy under the bus. Good for them too. Like, that's yeah, seriously. good teammates, so... But yeah, no, I, I'm I'm with you there. That's that's just unacceptable. Go ahead, Zane. One thing that's this it's kind of um, affected is I think the salary cap for the Toronto Maple Leafs. I think Mitch Marner wanted more money because of who the coach was. I think yeah, who wants to play for that guy for eight right. years? Right. Honestly, yeah, yeah. If they had a coach point. change in the off season, maybe they could have gotten Mitch Marner at a nine million dollar, yep. something like that, or even a. Yeah, nine million bucks. That sounds reasonable for Mitch Marner, and that they'd be in a much better spot than where they are now, and they'd be in a much better spot moving forward into next year, where they're going to be in real cap hell. Uh, so, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen with uh, with this team. They got a lot of work cut out for themselves in the future, but you know, right now with this new coach, they they look they look good, and Does... this might be hold. Oh, this actually might be their year, considering. You know the the depth scoring that's they've been getting, and like just the way their salary is structured. Next year, their team that they're going to ice is going to be weaker than this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do do uh, oh, I forgot. I was going to say something, and then I, and then you just completely. Uh... Do they even have any cap to trade at the trade deadline to get like some reinforcements? I don't think so. I'm not sure. No, I don't think they do. Um, they kind of had cap relief because Marner was went on. Uh, IR there, but mm-hmm. I don't think they do. They have like seven hundred thousand dollars, and they were trying to find a backup with that. So, but but Hutchinson's backup now, and he's playing the first and a back to back, which is quite different from Babcock. Um, 
but no, I di- I said I didn't want to like uh you know linger on this on this too much. <laughs> yeah. But so let's <laughs> let's kind of jump into the next topic, and I kind of brought up this whole old school mentality because you know we're not going to jump too, too much into what we think about Bill Peters. He was just fired or didn't didn't get fired. He resigned today, but let's be let's be clear, he pretty much got fired. Yeah. Um, for like the stuff he said about um. I think it was I can't I don't know if I'm the stuff he said the things he Akeem, did Akeem Akeem Aliu yeah that, that that whole thing so yeah he said some pretty bad stuff we're not gonna touch into that we're gonna touch into more who we think is gonna be a good replacement for Peters I think well, they, that's they have where... named a replacement oh I thought it was just for now like yeah for now interim inter- coach Jeff Ward yeah. uh, he'll likely be the coach for the rest of the season unless they go on some crazy is that what they've released right now. Uh, not that he's going to be there for the rest of the season. It's just he's got an interim tag right now. But the, w- the way those things usually work is, um, you know, like he's got the reins for. for I don't know if time. that's going to be the case with this with this team. Like I, I think that there's. So so if, if they keep losing, Ford, if they keep losing though, like I don't. Oh know sure, how you they, keep yeah. Him. If if you keep losing, yeah, then you can go in and find a an actual like a like full-on replacement like a hitch kind of guy for the year you know yeah so um, the thing with jeff ward is he was one of the top candidates when they hired glenn gullitson so he was kind of just like the next guy in line he was their their assistant coach now he was an assistant coach for the cup winning bruins team back in 2011 um he was an ahl coach of the year way back in the day 2003 more recently, though, he was a coach from the he was assistant coach for the New Jersey Devils since 2015. He's just shit. So, um, I don't know. We'll see what happens with this coach. I'm not really familiar with the style. He was an assistant coach for the team, so he kind of just worked under Peters for a bit there. I think. Yeah, I don't coach, know too much about him either. Like, I think I'm just with a coach shakeup for them is going to be a good thing. Well, they won because... their game when Peters wasn't behind the bench. Like they beat Buffalo. Uh, beating Buffalo though. That's true. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> but uh, no, it but that's tough. like a, at least there's like a pulse, right? It's there's there's a sign of life. They beat they beat a team. That's was it lo- was it a sign from Johnny Goudreau or was it a sign from the rest of the team? Because that's uh, who they really need to step up there. Is yeah, Goudreau is struggling quite a bit there. But I, 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 I mean, if, if this Monaghan, stuff, if, if if Peters if Peters was really that cancerous, like it, we just saw it with the Leafs, right? Like it's hard to play for a guy that you don't. You just hate like, coming to the rink every day because you got you know that that guy's gonna be there, right? It's hard. So we don't know how his relationship was with this Flames roster. Yeah, that's kind of what I mean. They didn't make like, the playoffs last year. They did have a good season. He, I, you know, we haven't heard any stories of him being a giant piece of shit in the last two years. Well, uh, when did he get fired from Carolina? Wasn't that two years ago? So yeah, kicking before people two behind the ago. bench before two yeah. years ago. Before two years ago. <laughs> Yeah, and that was when uh, Michael Jordan played. So it was a, it was a little bit before that. I'm talking about his time in Calgary. Oh yeah, he might have he might have very well. Been yeah, a there's piece been of nothing. Shit. There's been nothing since he's been in Calgary. Yeah, they, yeah. he might have very well been a piece of shit. We just haven't heard about it, and yeah. that's likely the case. Yeah. So I think a change of scenery is just going to be a good thing for that team, and and you know what? Maybe Johnny Gaudreau goes on a tear. And the Flames actually start doing well, but um, I don't trust Johnny Gaudreau. So, do you guys do you guys have a pick for maybe if there's get if there will be who's the next coach in the NHL that gets fired? Well, any, any uh, picks off the top of your head? John Hines, first. New Jersey, New Jersey for Zane. What do you what do you got, Ben? He's been on the hot you... seat all year. Uh, that's a good pick. 
Yeah. I mean, personally, I'd like it to be our Canucks head coach, but I, I think Zane's probably right with that. Yeah, I think I think Hines uh, is a good pick too. I know I know even in Montreal, there's been a lot of people calling for Julian's head, and I don't know if that's going to happen, but I think Hines is a solid pick. So yeah, the thing with Hines is uh, New Jersey's they're down in their last legs this season, uh, just being as far down as they are. They have Taylor Hall. Everyone knows one year left. He's going to be out of here this season, uh, if not the summer. So you know they need to make the playoffs. So they want to keep him, and you know they're not keeping shake him. Up. I I think that's pretty clear. They're, they're not going to keep him if they turn their season around. No, I don't think they keep him. You can't just lose a guy for for nothing. I don't think he's going to resign in New Jersey. What if the they turn their season around? It. What if they fire the coach tomorrow, and they go on a massive winning streak? I think he wants to play. No offense to New Jersey, but I think he wants to play in like a top end hockey market, like a. He like was a Canadian. There. He was there. Yeah, he's well, been there. Yeah, and I think he probably misses it a little bit. Getting roasted by the media on a daily basis, blaming him for he's getting like, roasted he in New Jersey. He got he's blamed booed by their how fans. He's bad getting... our defensive core was. It, like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying Edmonton. Edmonton's a different beast. Zane. I'm talking like a any like hockey, a, any a New big York, it's a big beast. A, a New York, another Canadian team, like something like another Canadian team's going to do the same thing. Sure, but I mean, I think he wants to go to a competitive big market team. I, I think competitive, definitely. I don't know about big market. Like, uh, well, that's what that's what I'm hearing on like Twitter from all the analysts is like he he wants to play in a in a, in a place where there's you know fans that are going to be loud. Not booing him for that. <laughs> not yeah. Booing them. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I I've heard Montreal <laughs> come up, but but I'm with you on that. It doesn't make much sense because if he comes to Montreal, plays like shit, dude. It's gonna be worse than New Jersey. So. Exactly. Um, anywhere, anywhere in uh, in Canada, pretty much the team's not doing well. Everyone's getting roasted. It doesn't matter if you're the first line player or the fourth line player. It might be the fourth line player's fault. It might not be the first line player could have a hundred points, and guess what? He's still going to get roasted for not making the team, not making the playoffs, and he's going to be the response, like the person held responsible by the media because of how stupid they are. Yeah, well, the next the next thing we're going to talk about is a contract signing. So before we go into that, let's kind of like transition and say, what would you guys give Hall on the free agent? Like, so let's he's turning twenty nine next year. So the mm-hmm. first year his contract is going to kick in. He's going to be twenty nine. Mm-hmm. What do you give a guy like that? Like, is it is it eight years and you just got to or seven years and you just kind of kind of seven pretty much? Yeah, probably. That's, nine that's, by that's, seven, that's scares. That's scares the even absolute shit out of me. Yeah, you that's even probably pop that terrifying. up to a 10. So the guy isn't even a point per game in his career, and he's going to get a seven. That's just crazy to me. He's MVP. He's got the heart. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's true. It's just I, I'm I'm praying real bad that it's not Montreal that falls on that sword. Let me tell you, it's. Yeah, that's a tough sign. That's a really tough sign. Like I think I think he's a guy that I would give like a Pacioretty contract to, like a like a like a five year, four year kind of like. Eight, eight to nine somewhere in there sure but like a seven year that's that's a long time man for a yeah, guy that's but almost he's 30 gonna, he's gonna be able to get it oh 100 some 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 Someone. team will pay for it yeah i'm not gonna say some stupid team because i know it's gonna be like Montreal. <laughs> i just i just have it's just i'm sitting there like every day looking at twitter please god don't trade oh it's who, who i think they fire Heinz first i think they'd fire Heinz first that's got to be the first Move. Before they trade Hall, before you trade Hall, you fire your coach. You see, I if think Shiro really likes Heinz though. Like everything he said about him is like positive stuff. And then when they talk about Hall, he doesn't sound too 
ecstatic about it. You know, like he doesn't. What are sound they doing? Too... They're playing Jesper Bokvis in the fourth line. They like. They're... Oh, I agree. They're scratching Zaka. They're like scratching Jesper Bratt. They're playing Bokvis in the fourth line. They're playing like Gusev's not. They're being playing used Hughes to with Simmons and they're playing Hughes with Simmons and Miles Wood. Like I, I don't know what the hell is going on over Wasn't there. Wasn't Nikita Gusev like leading the KHL last year by more than twenty points or something stupid like that? At least like 10, 15 points more than anyone else. He had like eighty points and like yeah, he was. Yeah, and but it's a, it's a different beast. That league is, is oh, way of course, yeah. NHL. NHL is a different beast, but like, yeah, it didn't work with Shibuchev either in Vegas. But come on, that skill level has to translate somehow. Like it yeah. can't just. <clears throat> well, no, he I'm with you. The year pretty well. Yeah, he did. He started. He the pre- they had a really good preseason. I had a really good the, game against goalies, Montreal last night. I, I watched they, that their, one. Their entire team was clicking to crazy in the preseason, and then all of a sudden, they they minutes, and then it just. It just goes away. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it like disappeared right away too. Yeah, like the they hockey's... started really bad. <laughs> I think yeah. I think Hines should get fired probably just for how the team is like played in front of him and like his kind of his line matchings and he's done some really questionable stuff. Uh, do I think he's gonna get fired? No, I don't think so. Actually, I, I think that there's some sort of like you know, kind of like how Keith is Dubis's guy. I think that Hines is Chiro's guy. So, what about uh, Jeff Blasso? Detroit. No, same thing for me. I think he's he just signed a new contract. They're yeah, expected I, I to lose. So there's no Iser- pressure there. Did Eiserman sign a new contract? No, or but Eiserman talked about him and said that he he really respects Blashill and at the start of the year. And, and there's he basically said there was no bad. pressure. Yeah, yeah. He, he basically yeah, said there was no enough. pressure. So, um, it, okay, so be, that's like an end of the year, maybe even after year two kind of thing. That's yeah. when they bring in the new his coach Eiserman's coach to coach that team. Yeah. Okay, let's transition into uh, the last bit before we get into some teams here is Charlie Coyle to sign a new contract. Um, I, I had the contract up on my screen. What was it? It was five five or six years at 5.25 or something like that? Was it five or six? I think it was six. Okay, so what do we think about that? It's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to find it to make it sure. It seems like we're, a we're lot. Good. It does seem like a lot, right? Yeah, I, it seems like a slight overpayment, but obviously they really like him there. Isn't and he I know he's well liked by the fans. I, yeah, I think he, so. Like, okay, it's it's five by five two five. Five, sorry. Five, yeah. Is shouldn't he be taking a hometown discount? <laughs> Maybe that was his discount. <laughs> Maybe he wanted oh. six, and that was his discount. He looked good in the playoffs oh. last year. He played well. But is he nothing more than a middle six center? Yeah, I I mean he's third he's a third line center with second line center upside maybe. Now remember when we were prepping like you were comparing you're saying Kevin Hayes instead of Charlie Coyle but like they're essentially the same <laughs> yeah. they're essentially the same thing, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I was kind of getting them mixed up. I think Kevin Hayes is probably better. Uh, Kevin Hayes is way better than Charlie Coyle. Yeah. But I mean okay, so this year he's got 14 and 25 for the Bruins. He had 6 and 21 for them last year after the trade and he had 28 and 60 for the Wild last year. So the most points he's ever had in his career is 56 in 82. Uh, and then he had 37 and 66 the next game or the next year. Uh, so like, he, so he's, he's nothing more than a middle six center. No. Yeah. yeah. I think that's definitely an overpayment. Yeah. I, I would have given like, w- would you guys be satisfied with something, something in the, in the 4 million area for him? In the high threes, even like he's yeah. not producing that much. Well, he does other stuff, right? He's really—I think he's pretty good in the faceoff uh, dot, and he kills penalties. I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on that. I think he does. And... So sure, four million exactly, but yeah, you, five you give him four? is too much. Yeah, four is a nice, nice number for Charlie Coyle. That's a hometown yeah. discount contract right there. 
I think they're kind of like looking at Bergeron and Krejci, and they're thinking maybe we only have a couple years at it left anyways. So, you know, Char is aging. Like, let's just, whatever this guy wants, we'll have him for the next two years, and we can just try to win kind of thing. I, I think that's kind of how they're looking at it. Yeah, but, they didn't make it to the finals last year, so this this is their window. Yeah, no, yeah. exactly, right? So It's crazy. Um, the window was 10 years ago. And so we're all in agreement they, they were paid a little bit for it. Fuck the Bruins. Fuck the Agreed. Bruins. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> that's that's going to wrap up. We spent quite a little bit of time there on uh, kind of just some hockey news around there. So now we're going to dive into some actual teams, what we think of how they've been playing recently. Um, yeah. So without further ado, let's get into it. We moved, Last episode, we ran out of time. We were, we were going to talk about Florida, Vegas, and Carolina. So we're going to start with those three teams. Uh, we don't want to just you know forget about them for, for you guys. So which out of those three teams excites you guys the most? What, what do you want to talk about? Because I think you guys know which one I want to talk about. Vegas or Car- Las Vegas? Vegas? Okay, let's let's start. They, they are the most exciting team out of that. Those three. <laughs> the other two don't. Yeah, probably really the most exciting in town too, right? <laughs> I mean, um, so Vegas is in a wild card spot right now. They only have twenty eight points. They played twenty seven games. Their last ten, they're three six and one. They've been brutal. Oh, Ben said it. Okay, I think we can wrap it up now. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, I mean, that is our it analysis right It's there. pretty bad. Yeah. Subban it's... has been bad, and uh, yeah. their offense hasn't been clicking like it like it's supposed to. And I mean, they've lost to some bad teams. Like, Wait, is it their they, offense or is it their defense? It's it's all of the above. I, I think their defense is bad. Their goaltending has been bad, uh, especially Subban. Uh, and it's just they like, don't. Well, he can't stay healthy. No. But even when he plays, like he's got, he's under a nine hundred by far. He just got his first win of the year yesterday. He was zero and six before that, I believe. Yeah, um, I'm just, I'm just looking up Subban's stats right here. He's got an eighty-eight. He's got eight, 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 three, yeah. three, four, five uh, goals against, and then he's got, yeah, his uh, goal saved above average is a negative four. So yeah, not, not good. good. But like, there was a stretch of three games where I think they lost to the Wings, the Blackhawks, and the Kings, like three games in a row earlier this month, and like. Those are three games that should be so at least is, two of those should be easy wins. So they're actually like pretty average in their stats. They're fifteenth in goals for per game. They're fifteenth in goals against per game. They have uh, slightly better penalty kill and power play, but they're twelve, eleven, and four. Like they're middle of the pack completely right now. And if you told me that in year three of the Vegas expansion team, they're middle of the fucking pack, I'd be like, holy shit, good for you guys, Vegas, because. <laughs> When you know when they first started, no one thought yeah, they were going to win. Yeah, I know what you're. I, I know what you're saying, but like they after last year and yeah, before, after last like, year, yeah. So this is here's the thing with right? this team. I I'm not too concerned with them because one thing that their management group has shown is they have the they have massive balls. They will <laughs> <Yeah>. trade <laughs> for players. Yeah, they will true. make deals and acquire guys that will help them. Even if they'll acquire guys that won't even help them, like Thomas Tatar, for example, like <laughs> yeah. they'll they'll make those trades to try and get their team to win. And, well, I and wonder, I wonder if they'll be a little more shy to do that though, just because of how Tatar turned out. Like they gave him a first, second, third farm, and he was a healthy scratch. And then, nah, I think your I, your team is expected to win now. Your your fans are expecting to win now. You gotta. You gotta pay. You gotta, you have you sign guys. It's gotta be a def- It's gotta be a D man. Of course, yeah. It's gotta, it's gotta be. be a defenseman. You, yeah. you sign Max Pretty to a contract like three or four year deal like that. This is your window right now to start winning. Get it done. 
Well, who's leading the team in points, boys? Who is it? Max. He's it, doing it. It is up. Max. It's 25 points in 27 games. Uh, that's that's got to be really encouraging since um, last year he kind of struggled a little bit, didn't he? he a was, little bit. He was kind of mediocre he, a little bit. I you think, expected more out of him? Uh, I think uh, in the playoffs or down the stretch uh, when they acquired he was, Stone, he was money in the playoffs. He was money. Yeah, they, they yeah. turned it on. So I think... I think he's still playing with Stone, if I'm not wrong. Yep. Oh, yeah. Those two are a duo. Yep. Yeah. So, um, him, that, Stone, and Stats, they are all together. Yeah. It's a great combination. And they throw Cody Glass in there sometimes just to mix it up, give him some opportunities, and, and that's good. So, yeah. I, I'm not concerned about Vegas. I think by the season's end, they'll be in a divisional playoff spot. Who's the odd guy out you trade for divisional, a defenseman, though? Wow. Like, who's, like, I, I'm, I'm kind of looking at this and I'm going, okay, Patch Reddy, Stone, keeping them. Carlson, Smith, Marshall, you want to keep them together. I have the perfect guy in mind, I think. That's neat. I'm looking at Alex Tuck. Yeah, that's, that's exactly who I was thinking right now. He's got two points in 10 games, kind of struggling a little bit here. Maybe you wait for him to pick up a little bit and then try to move him. But Yeah, um, that would be a good move. I think Tuck is the guy, right? But yeah. it, it's kind of hey. weird because they just signed him to that massive contract that I think it was a seven-year deal. But yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Tough. That is tough to trade as soon as you you know sign a contract like that uh just from like a business standpoint like you you, yeah. your entire organization your management group have agreed to this seven-year deal and all of a sudden you know one year in you're looking for a way out of it it's uh it's not great but um you know that happens in hockey it happened with the calgary flames and james neal it's gonna sure <laughs> possible. It might benefit another possible. team yeah. might benefit well, another team very well i just don't they have... suggest they trade him for milan lucic they have less than a million in cat space, so they gotta move somebody for somebody. Um, maybe like Risto Lining would be an interesting one for them if they could get him out of Buffalo, or even if they got Colin Miller back <laughs> from them. You know, like the, the trade back because he's been a healthy scratch there. So, but I think Buffalo might be a good fit there. Um, they've got a couple extra guys in the back end there, and you know, Tuck might be a guy that Buffalo is interested in. Uh, he put up some decent numbers last year, so. That might make that might make sense just off the top of my head i'm kind of thinking about it so um but what so how, how do we feel about flurry's play this year too do we think flurry's been good has he been how do you guys feel about him I, i've i've expressed my thinking that he's a little bit overrated so i stick to that i was kind of laughing at that that save he made and everybody was over over saying it was like the save of the year i thought it was pretty average to be honest with you it was yeah, nice that, that, that save ended up getting two coaches fired yeah yeah that's that's what's funny <laughs> like, <laughs> that led to I, he's like i'm looking at his stats here he's got a he's got he, a nine he's got a 919 he's got a 254 his uh goal save above replacement is, or is 6.42 which is very good yeah so. very good so like i i think he's doing a good job for them i think he's still one of the most one of the elite guys in the league and um definitely definitely he just had he just had his birthday the uh on Wednesday there, his father just passed, or on Thursday, and his father just passed away on Wednesday. So, tough times for him. He's 35. Wow, he's 35 when, when he's, now, hey? Holy. When he's, when he's, when he's done, and I, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you guys, I'm concerned for Vegas. <laughs> they, they're going to need another goalie, because I don't they, think they need to draft a goalie, like, now. Yeah, like, yesterday, probably. They they have a couple guys in their system though. Like I said, I, I like Oscar Dansk. He's and they have um 
there's another guy they have there too who played uh i think he played for the Kelowna or Kamloops Blazers dance just has a great name dance does have a great name dance dance revolution <laughs> yeah i was thinking the same thing <laughs> oh my um, god <laughs> okay is there anything else you want to talk about on, on vegas here well oscar Dan, he's not having the greatest season in the ahr right now 10 games no he's not he's eight, not seven seven save percentage uh he came up and played one game for the knights this year and did not do well so he needs to figure his shit out in order for him to be a a viable option for them they do have a first round pick two second round picks two third round picks and next year they have a first round pick and three second round picks. It would be so, sick if they could somehow get that Asker off in the next draft. I don't think it's gonna happen, but uh, yeah, if they could get if they could get him in this draft, that would be. For, for those that don't know, that's the top ranked goaltender in this. Yeah, uh, draft. He, he's, he's even talking about maybe, maybe going in the top five, but goalies yeah, have a reputation of falling. Be, so supposed to be better than Spencer Knight and Carey like, Price like in in terms of his draft ranking. He's supposed to be. He's he's supposed to be better. More, he's a more highly tested prospect than Price was when he was drafted. So that's um, that's huge. Well, if they keep playing like they have recently, maybe he just, they'll he be just in played that his first five. game in the KHL and he had like a nine forty in his first game. Wow, and he's seventeen. So yeah, um, he's seventeen and playing in the KHL. Yeah, he just played his first game. He'll wow. probably be Russia's world junior goalie. Oh yeah, no, hands down. All right. Well, okay. Let's finish up. Is Vegas making the playoffs? Division spot, wild card spot. What do we think here? I, I think they are. I think it's more of a wild card spot, though. I, I'm less sold on them than Zane. Divisional I like, spot. I, I, I'm I'm with you guys too. I oh I'm with okay. I'm with Ben. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm going wild card for them too. I like Arizona better than them, and I think the Oilers have created a gap. And I'm finally willing to concede that they're probably going to make the playoffs this year. Yeah. So y'all were uh, roasting me. Hold on, you guys were roasting me at the start of the season in our predictions. For having okay, Zane, don't gloat. Don't gloat because you know what's going to happen. Yeah. You know what's oh. going to happen. Baby. Hold, hold <laughs> off there, bud. What are we, like hold 23 on. games in? Hold yeah. Uh, yeah. Hold on. All right. But, uh, <laughs> and then I, I think the team is uh, that they're going to pass is, is Vancouver, right? But you know what? I'm going to go with my buddy, my buddy Ben here. I have faith in Vancouver. I think oh, that they will. Well, you have faith in them. Well, now's the time to lose. You know, now's the time to lose. So. Yeah. Uh, maybe if you guys figure it out here, I, I think there's better odds that you guys figure it out than 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 Vegas because you guys have some they, defensemen. They are Vegas tied for fire the divisional coach. spot right now, so it's not like Vegas can't like Calgary, Vegas, and Vancouver are all tied at 28 points right now. That is that is very true. San Jose, San Jose, Vancouver. Let's be very clear that Vancouver has had a horrible, horrible November. Yeah, like, three, six, and one. So the fact 10. that they're still there is pretty, uh, pretty, pretty impressive. Surprising. Yeah. Yep. Um. Okay, well, that's enough with Vegas. Let's jump into Florida or Carolina. What do you got? Who do we got here? Let's go Florida. Let's go the Panthers. I'm making I'm making a judgment call here. They're second in the Atlantic. They're five and five in the last ten. What do we think about Florida? They're above the Leafs right now, below Boston. Is it are they there because they're good, or are they there because teams like Montreal, Tampa, or and Toronto have played bad? Hey, that option. That option? They're, they're not that great. I really yeah, don't I'm, think Florida's that you. great. Bobrovsky still looks like shit. So yeah, he's here, struggled. Here's where I disagree with you guys. Bobrovsky's had an 8-8-4 eight, eight, save percentage, and they're sitting second in their division right now. But this, like but Grayson just said, the other teams have also been performing so bad that they're they're just kind of lucky. They're, to get they're, there, still, they're still better than what their competition is. That, well, let, let, me, let me also say, too, that uh, Tampa Bay is only three points behind them, and they have three games in hand. 
So yeah, Tampa hasn't played games, which is kind of yeah. It's kind of like throwing at everybody. All these, it's throwing a wrench in the whole the whole thing. But keep going, Zane. We'll, we'll keep keep going on your little tirade there. So I think if Bobrovsky ends up figuring it out, then they'll be fine. They'll they they might compete for that third spot in their division. Yeah, they'll have Toronto and Tampa Bay chasing them, but. If a guy like Bobrovsky, who is a Vezina Trophy-winning goaltender, can get hot, then and their team, you know that that isn't they still have an elite first line: Huberto, Dadinoff, and Barkov. That is one of the top lines in the National Hockey League. Yeah, uh, no, right? fair enough. Fair enough. They have a decent defense core and Ekblad and Weger and uh, oh, they might just have those two. But uh, maybe they need a defenseman. Maybe maybe that's what's going on with Bob. Maybe they don't have defense. So fun stat for for Bob here. Do you guys know what his GSAA is? I don't. What is it? It's in the negatives. But how far in the negative is it? Do you guys want to guess? Just barely. Just barely. No, you got you guys guess what you think it is, and we'll see who's closer. I'm gonna guess it's it's pretty well below ne- like in the negatives. Okay, so what's your guess? I'm going minus. I'm just, I'm keeping it minus one. Minus one. Okay. What do I'll you? Go, what I'll do you go mean? minus one and a half. It's probably pretty it's, high. It's negative 13. Oh, that's awful. 0.8. So almost negative 14. Are you serious? I am serious. That's what I'm Holy reading right now. Shit. That is not good. <laughs> that is For, not First good. year of his big is it, I was going to say, deal. is it time to panic on this deal already? That, that, they, I mean, at least they have Spencer Knight. Let's just, oh my they have Spencer Lord. Knight. Um, yeah, that's, I don't even know what to say about that. That is horrible. <laughs> I don't know what to say. His quality starts for them has been 0.35, which we discussed last episode is real bad. Anything below 500 is bad. But Montable hasn't been better. Like, Montable is the same, right? He's negative four in, in GSS or GSAA, and he's only given them a 0.4 100 uh, in quality starts. Like, it, it, their goaltending has not been good. And that's always been the problem with Florida. So now I'm starting to wonder if, is this just a Florida problem and not a goalie problem? Like, is this their just... defensive structure? Just not good i know they have quenville and stuff and maybe it's slowly trying to slowly changing but oh sorry Yikes. on defense they also have keith yandel let's uh not forget about yep keith there he's a, keith, he's a beauty keith he's a beauty. missing nine teeth <laughs> do you guys oh, see yeah. that picture that was, of him that was crazy yeah i, did, was, I don't think i saw the picture beauty. but i did hear the story uh spitting chicklets posted a picture of him uh it, it, like he had like the the gas mask thing on his nose and he was <laughs> smiling <laughs> missing like all his teeth his lip was like four times the size of it looked like a grapefruit in his cheek. It was it was funny. He's was got that picture. Iron Man streak though. He can't miss a game. Yeah, he he didn't miss a game. He came back for the next game. Yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty crazy. Crazy. But they're kind of getting carried by their uh, their top end guys, right? Like they're getting no, carried they, by. Hugh. They actually have like some decent. They have a decent second line in Connolly, Hoffman, and and Trocheck. Yeah, yeah, but their third line hasn't done much. Is kind of what I'm saying. Like they, the top end, the top two lines. Than the Oilers depth has. Okay, Zane, we can't compare everything to the Oilers, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know you I'm want to. Like, your whole your whole world is it like orange and blue. Worse. But there's other colors, man. Like there's 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 some red, it there's some blue, worse. there's some green. There's there's you know. I would love to have a Dennis Mulligan on our team or Noel Achari. This is why he hates the Islanders so much, guys, because his world revolves orange and blue, and oh, the Islanders so are orange just and take blue. It out in the other and he's, orange he's blue con- team. it just confuses him. He doesn't know. Damn! <laughs> wow. Oh man, I'm feeling attacked right now. You know what? You should. Okay. I think their you problem should. is their uh, bottom bottom pairs in their D. 
Yeah, Mike Matheson. Uh, Mark Fuck that guy. Mark Pissick. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. The the the, the slam. <laughs> they had a big Antoine Strawman signing. He's got eight assists in twenty five games. That's all right, but. Have you guys watched any of their games? Haven't. Nope. Can't say I have. Neither have anyone in Florida. So. um, Wow. What about you, Ben? Have you watched any of their games? Um, I think I've seen two of them. How have they looked? Because I haven't. I'm going to be honest with you too. I haven't. I haven't seen any of their games yet. I'm waiting for Montreal to play them. Um, and I haven't. I've been. I've been like watching more of the West. Um this year just because i live in, in i mean on, on I, I, it's not much of a sample size in one game they looked uh decent and then i forget i honestly forget who they played the second game but they didn't look great and i think they lost so um i, I it's not enough of a sample size to say much but they're, they're okay i guess like i don't know there, there's nothing special there i don't think they have a pretty deadly power play yeah they yeah. do with uh, with Tampa Bay and Toronto likely to catch them, do you guys think they stay in a wild card spot to end the season? So I actually think this team's gonna fall out of the playoffs. Wow, I'm 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 not buying it. I don't think you can make the playoffs with an eight eighty eight or eight eight four goalie, and I I think that they're 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 running into the syndrome of, um, you know, the Lightning aren't there because if you look at the st- at the standings right now, you look at the teams in the wild card spots, they both have thirty one points. And Florida has twenty nine, right? They so very as soon well as could make it, like they, I, I, I think, well I think, around. I think how this year is gonna go is there's gonna be two Metro teams in the wild card spots, and it's gonna be Boston, Toronto, and and Tampa in the Atlantic. Um, so yeah, I just think that they're they're falling victim to Tampa having a slow start. I could be wrong on that, but now that Toronto's picking it up, I I think Toronto and them are the two teams that are gonna compete. I've I I've I've given up on Montreal making the playoffs already. I'm sorry. It's wow, that was fast. It's it, it's been a week, and I watched what they show me in this week, and I'm 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 off of it. What's I, the deal with Carey Price? It's not Carey Price. Let me tell you that, man. <laughs> it, it ain't his fault, dude. <laughs> I would I not want to play for that like team. Five or six goals in like six of the last seven. Yeah, games. it's hard to stop eight two on ones in a game, and you know three breakaways. <laughs> three breakaways and, yeah. I mean, yeah, like one or two of them every game is kind of his fault. But when you're getting shelled like that, it's hard to have the confidence. Like it just affects your confidence, your whole mood. Oh, it's, it's hard to. So, I don't blame him. It's it's our defense. But but back to Florida. Does does that kind of make sense to you guys? Where I think that like, yeah, I could definitely see him falling. But like Tampa, like as soon as Tampa moves up, right? And and let's say Toronto keeps winning, because they have they've been looking better. As soon as those team two teams move above Florida. Like, I, I like I actually like Philly more than I like Florida. I, I I've we've heard of how I feel about Carolina, so I I don't think that there's a spot for them there. Ah, I I think that's fair. I I think it's gonna be close. Like I think they're gonna be nine ten somewhere in there, but uh, I'm not buying it. What what part of Philly do you like about them? Because they're having the same thing with their goaltending. Carter Hart's hasn't been the strongest this year. Yeah, but they have a backup. Florida doesn't have a backup. Is Brian Elliott really a backup though? I take I take Brian Elliott over Sam Montembeau, and I'll also take the Florida defense over the floor or the the Philly defense over the Florida defense. I also think there's more depth in the forward group, the forward group, the forward group <laughs> of Philly than there is in Florida. I think Florida maybe has a better top line, but as a whole, I like Philly better. Credit where credit is due. 
Uh, Brian Elliott's rocking at nine fifteen save percentage this year. So he's been yeah. a yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like he's been better, right? And I think so. The way I look at it is, I, I think there's a better odds. Oh, he he's actually had over a nine hundred save percentage in his entire career, dating back to twenty eleven. Yeah, I, I think there's a better. I think there's a better percentage chance that that um, Hart bounces back than Bobrovsky does, just because I've seen all these goalies in Florida and it's been bad the whole time that maybe I'm starting to think it's not the goalies, right? So that's that's kind of my reasoning. Plus, well, I mean, James Reimer still looks awful for Carolina too. So <laughs> sometimes it that, is. The yeah, that, that's true. That's true. Okay, well, that's Florida. Let's get into Carolina here. Carolina. They are 6-4 and four in the last 10. They're sitting in the first wildcard spot right now, 31 points. They're one point back at Pittsburgh and a division spot. We have this team very high. I have them very high. I have them winning the Stanley Cup. I've said it. I'm going to keep saying it. You haven't made your bet, though. Yeah, you better place some money on that. No, I'm, I'm, just waiting, I'm waiting time. for him to drop a little bit more. Just, just drop a little bit more. I don't and know let if me... they will. Yeah, I think you, you might the be perfect right. Time. Like they're you think so? Look up their odds right now. No one's really looking at them right now. Yeah, so Ben's been getting into the, the betting, so you gotta, you gotta show me. You gotta show I, me what's out up. of the betting. <laughs> yeah, that's not been good. <laughs> I'm in for a week, and now I'm out. That's funny. Um, okay, so but no, like Carolina for me, I think it's just uh, adjustment period, right? They're they, they got some new faces in. Uh, they're starting to get new guys playing top end minutes with Nichas. Uh, okay, hold stepped on, up. Grayson. They are plus 2,000 right now. I might have to get back into the betting for this one. Plus 2,000. <laughs> if you bet $1. You get 2,000? Like, yes. Holy shit. What? All right. I, I, you know what? Sure? Maybe, I'll, I'll drop, I'll drop, I'll drop, I'll drop no, no, some no, money. No, it's 200. 200. Okay. Right. Okay. I was going to say, that out. doesn't make any sense, Ben. No, no, no. 200. But if you bet 10, just throw $10. Like, you're going to win so much money. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it after this episode. Woo. Gu- guaranteed. <laughs> it's like that office okay. episode when Kevin's like, if someone gives you 7 million to 1 odds, you take it. <laughs> <laughs> you take it. Uh, okay. But no, back to Carolina. I think it's an adjustment period, right? They're getting new guys playing top-end minutes. Nichas has stepped up. He's playing. I'm pretty sure he's playing with Aho now. They got Svechnikov who stepped up playing high role minutes. These guys are... It's going to be a little bit of an adjustment period. They're going to need to learn. Um, and then, you know, uh, there's a guy on Twitter that... Uh, you know what? I'm going to find your handle while I'm talking about this so I can shut you out. But he was kind of... He brought up... Uh, we were talking about, you know, Burns Carlson. We were also talking about Morgan Riley and Tyson Berry and how... If you stack, uh, you know, two offensive defensemen, sometimes it doesn't work. And he was talking about that with Dougie Hamilton and, and Jake Gardner, too. And he was saying how um, maybe that's kind of what's going on in, in in Carolina, and that's why Gardner's kind of having a slow start. And but Hamilton's some, off to a crazy start. He's Hamilton is on fire. And I somewhat agree with that, but I also think that I love... I love Carolina, but I'm not the biggest Gardner fan. And I think that this kind of has to go to show you that, like, maybe Gardner was just a little overrated in Toronto just because he was playing with so many high-end guys. Like, so here's like where the I disagree. I think Gardner's and... not doing as well because the, there's just too many defensemen in front of him. Yeah, it, it, that in, might be In it. Toronto, he only had Morgan Riley in front of him. Now he's got, he's got Slavin. He's got... Um, yeah, he's got Pesci still over him. Ed, Joel Edmondson still over him. Like they they're playing those guys over Gardner. Gardner's on the third pairing 
for that team when in Toronto he was the the 1B pairing. Yeah, true. They also play that style, right? And the guy that was on Twitter is is Kevin Kohler, uh, at Kohler, Kohler K08. Thanks for the, uh, you know, thanks for tweeting at us there. We appreciate it. But um, no, I, I agree with you. Like, I think Gardner's the kind of guy who needs to play more minutes. He needs to play with the talented guys to be effective because he's not like a shutdown pairing guy, right? That's mm-hmm. not his his identity. And I think Carolina as a whole likes to play that style more with Brendan Moore. So it might be Hamilton. it might be more of uh, he needs to own the earn the coach's trust a little bit more and before well, he's he, gonna get the point in that way. The one thing about Jake Gardner is he makes some boneheaded plays. Yeah, so. he makes some <laughs> stupid plays. Um, but I think I think the biggest story too for Carolina that's not getting talked about as much is uh, Martin Nichas. He's played fantastic this year. Yeah, he's been really good. He is popping off. Like, um, let me let me pull up his stats here, but. Last time I checked, he had like 14 points in 20 games. If I'm, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Uh, Martin Nikas, six goals, 10 assists, 16 points in 25 games. Yeah, so he had, I think it was 14, 20. So now he's, he's cooled off a little bit, 16 and 25. But that's that's pretty good for your rookie campaign, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's, oh, absolutely. He's tied with the Zingle there. He's four points back of Ajo. Tara Vinan is on a tear. Uh, Sveshnikov, 28 points in 25 games. That's huge he, for yeah, Carolina, he, right? He has become a top line forward in the National Hockey League just yep. a couple months after getting knocked out by Alex Ovechkin. So <laughs> this, this team a... <laughs> this team has everything though. This is why I think they're a great pick for the Stanley Cup. They have that top end guy on de- on defense. They have Doug- Dougie Hamilton now. They got Sveshnikov. They got that star player now over a point per game. And they Aho. got their number one center. They got Aho, number one center. They got a they got a good complimentary winger. So they got like a solid group of forwards who are talented who can carry them offensively. They got the top end the D-man. The question with them, the question for them, for me, is Mrazek. Is Mrazek going to be the guy moving forward? I know he played well last year, but I think he's kind of cooled off again this year a little bit. 901 save percentage in 17 games played. Yeah, I'm not sure what his goals above replacement is, but yeah, he he hasn't been amazing. But luckily... I I think it's kind of who he is, though. Just up and down. I, I think so too. Like, I just think he's, he's kind of an inconsistent goalie. Yeah, I'm there with you. His GSAA is negative three. Oh, yeah, that's not good. James Ryan, so, though, nine games, 10, nine, 10 save percentage. He's held down the fort as the backup role. And that yep, was a big question mark well. for that team going into the season. And I think that he's really helped them be where they are in the standings uh, and be 15-9-1 so far this season. And that goes back to Florida too. James Ryan looking good with Carolina, bad with Florida. That is true. I don't know. Yeah, I, I it's still early. He, I, I just Did, don't have much faith in James Armour. Do you, Do you guys know if Joel Quenville was able to bring in his own assistance? I'm not I'm guessing sure. he did. I'm not sure. Okay, well, let's focus on let's 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 finish up Carolina here. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> getting sidetracked. Okay, so if, if if they're contenders now, right? They have draft picks. Where do you look to improve this team? Is Honestly, it like, the is it in net? Is it in net? So what, so what guy right now do you go after? That's that's so it's it's basically impossible to do, right? Like, how do you do that midway through the year? Agree, but like if if maybe so change let, the scenery for a guy like like a Devin Dubnik, he didn't even do well. Uh, I'm going back. Dubnik's an interesting one. Yeah, Dubnik's a. He'd be used to playing that style too, right? Because he plays in front of the Wild, who are pretty defensive. I think mm-hmm. that'd be a good style comparison. That's that's a good, um, that's a good pick there. I, I gotta look at their cap space too. I think I think Carolina's kind of up against the cap too a little bit here. Let me let me check. Um, 
But I was thinking for next year, maybe like a Holpe could come in next year in free agency. Yeah. Help them. Sign Holpe. Yeah, you know how much cap be... space they have with that Aho offer sheet? They have $1 million in cap. $1.1 1. $1 right now. Next year, they got uh, $19 million in cap space. The only the only thing with Holpe is I I'm curious what kind of contract he's gonna demand after you know kind of two years of being more of an average to a, above average goalie rather than a star. Yeah. Like the last. This I year think that's all they're missing though. I think they're just missing a goalie. Like, I think they have all the pieces everywhere else. They got they got, and the nice thing too is they got Aho and they got Teravine and locked up longer term. It's just Sveshnikov, right? But he's yeah. still got another year after this on his ELC, so that's nice. This is the time to kind of go for it, I think. If I'm them. Yeah. Well, yeah. Doug, Dougie's really a UFA. Dougie's a UFA in 2021. They're not sellers. They're definitely not sellers. They'll, they're going to buy. It's just a matter of what. I have a feeling they're going to try to spend for another forward, though. And I don't know if that's what they need. Taylor Hall? Maybe maybe, maybe Kevin Taylor can help Hall. us out here. He's a, he's a Canes fan. He watches them. Tweet at us and let us know what you think that they actually they, they need. What if you were the GM? What would you upgrade on them? I'm, I'm going to say goalie because he was hot for the Canes last year down the stretch. This year he's only got three goals in 25 games. Yeah, they kind of he's kind of swapped spots with Nichas. Like Nichas has kind of filled that that void for him. Yeah. I, think, I think that's what's happened. Um, but yeah, no, Kevin, hit, tweet at us. Let us know what you think. What would you upgrade there? Okay, let's move into our next team. Who who, who are we going here? We got we got a, we got a whole whack of teams listed out in front of us here. Do you guys want to do Buffalo? Should we do Buffalo first? What do you guys think? Where Buffalo? is Buffalo right now? They are. I'm gonna just scroll down. Keep scrolling here. There we are. Eleven uh, ten. Just and... Keep scrolling, Zane. Just keep <laughs> scrolling, buddy. Eleven ten to four. Two six and two in their last ten games. The Sabers uh, are back, baby. Yep. Oh, it's right it's worse schedule. though. It's 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 worse though. They've only won uh, two games in their last thirteen. <laughs> right on schedule. The Buffalo Sabers are fucking shit again. <laughs> yeah. So me and Ben had them higher in our power rankings. You know, I think it was four weeks ago. Now, now I think they would be in the bottom ten for me in the league. Uh, yeah, they are so brutal right now. That's quite the shift. Let's look at their quality competition in those games. They played Arizona. They lost to Arizona, Washington, the Islanders, Tampa Bay twice in Sweden. Uh, they then mm-hmm. lost to Carolina. Then they beat the Senators. whoop de fucking do uh, Then lost to <laughs> Chicago and Minnesota. Uh, lost to Boston, beat Florida, lost to Tampa again. They're losing to good teams. So it's not... They haven't won because they haven't played Montreal. Besides Minnesota and besides maybe Chicago, like they... The Tampa Bay, the Islanders, the Capitals—they're they're losing to good teams there. It's yeah. not. It might just be a really, really tough schedule, early November for them. Well, I think their goalies are starting to look human again. I think they overperformed the first half of the year, and they've come down to earth a little bit. Um, first ten games, yeah. Yeah, I think their power play has cooled off a little bit from what it was. Yeah, they're just starting to look like the Sabers again, right? Yeah, I agree. Now, uh, one thing I want to talk about too is the culture of the the Sabers, because there's a documentary, not well, like a, like a short, I think, coming out on Patrick Berglund and how he didn't want to go to to Buffalo when he mm-hmm. got there. It was awful, and yeah. he hated every second of it. Yeah, is this is this a serious problem for the Sabers? 
It has to be. I don't even know how you fix it. You've been through general manager change now twice since before Jack Eichel. Like, no, this is the first yeah, general manager yeah. change. They've had one general manager change since Jack Eichel come along, but I don't know how many coaches now. Ralph Kruger is the new coach of this team, and from I, you know, I'm going back to Edmonton because he used to coach there. From the year that he did spend in Edmonton, it was a good, it was a good season for how crappy that team was and how structured, like how terrible they were. So if there's anyone to really pull that locker room or that team or organization out from there, it's Ralph Kruger. He yeah. was a great uh, executive over in uh, Europe. He's a soccer executive there. And uh, like he just knows how to motivate people. And that was one of the big things about him. He was great giving pep talks. He was great at you know talking players through things and, and really getting to really, you know, finding how to motivate them. Um, so I, you know, give Ralph Kruger some time. Uh, this is their first, you know, hit of adversity through the season. And usually I'm, I'm tough on the Sabres and I've been trashing them. I'm making jokes every couple of times, uh, a few times now, but you know, give them some time. Let's see if they can actually figure it out this year. Um, and you know, the, maybe they will. Who They need some guys to step up and put the puck in the net. Like let's, I'll ask you guys, who do you guys think is second and third in uh, points for them? Uh, so Dolan Eichel's probably there. one. Eichel's one. Who's who's two, three? Dolan. Skinner Olofsson. And Skinner and Olofsson. Yeah, so you, who, who'd you say, Ben? You said Dolan? I'm, I'm guessing Dolan's up there. And then who is the other guy? Uh, Skinner. Yeah, so so Dolan and Skinner are four or five. Oh, shit. So number two for them is Sam Reinhardt. Number three is Victor Sam Olofsson. Sam Reinhardt, yeah. But this, like, let me let me read off the the points here because it, it dies off real quick. Rapidly, it's Thir- thirty one thirty one for in in uh, twenty five for Eichel, twenty and twenty five for Reinhardt, nineteen and twenty five for Olafson, sixteen and twenty four for Dolan, fourteen and twenty five for Skinner, and then it drops off to ten and eighteen for Johansson, and they don't have another player above in double digits. Sorry, did you say that points. Eichel was at thirty and their next guy was at twenty? 31 and 25 for Eichel, 20 and 25 oh, for Reinhardt. Wow. Just makes Poor you think what Eichel, what Eichel could actually do on a good team. You know? Seriously. Oh, that, that's awful. I so, feel so bad for him. Now that I'm kind of looking at this, they have a ton of defensemen. They have way too many defensemen. And that's kind of hilarious when you think of Buffalo because at one point they had no defensemen. <laughs> they need some help up front, right? Did they do what the Oilers did? Did the, both teams do the same thing and just acquire yeah, a bunch of defensemen over, and then they overcompensated? Lost their yeah, depth? yeah, overcompensated. Oh my god! But like Middlestad hasn't looked like he's panned out. Uh, they don't have Cousins up there yet. Um, I don't know who else they have. Like they don't really have any big other names coming. I don't think they have. A, they have some good defensive prospects, but again, we they don't really need more defensemen. They need some forwards. So I I think Buffalo is going to be real active in the next couple weeks here because they need some help for Eichel. Like they need to get some guys in there. Like I said, I think Tuck might be a good name to to target. Taylor I think. Hall. Taylor Hall might be a name. Like, but who do you give up for Hall? Ristolainen. Buffalo. Or yeah, like, that's interesting. Needs that yeah. defenseman. Maybe. Yeah. No. That might be a good. That would. Ristolainen still yeah, got a couple I think years I like left that. on his deal. Yeah, I think I like that. But does Hall sign in Buffalo? Yeah, that's you can't miss 
that's the thing, right? You can't miss on he's that you're no. trading for Buffalo is that hockey market you're talking about. They might not be competitive. Well, when they're winning, yeah, they're a good market to play for. When they're losing, not so much. I don't think people don't show yeah, up. That, that's every comp- like uh, that's every city. Market. That's every big hockey. Oh, market. that I don't know about that. Big people hockey still market. show up in people still show up in. Yeah, I guess. I guess there's like five I'd say the, the outlier would be Chicago, maybe, but but most you know big markets when the team's doing well, it's sold out. When it's not, I mean, it's still mostly full, but you know you still see the yeah, empty seats. Yeah, yeah, the atmosphere is not as good. It's just you can't have a good atmosphere when you're losing. It's, it's hard. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. And the other thing I was gonna say too uh, on Buffalo is I think they need to play Olmark more because I look at He's these stats. Good. Hutton's got a nine oh three. He's got a negative two point two seven for GSAA. Allmark's sitting in a nine fourteen, and he's got a two point two nine, way better. Yeah. And they both Man, played about the same game. So minus Allmark, the starter there. I think yeah. Allmark is the guy you got to start to ride here. He's twenty six. Now's the time for him, right? Yeah, I agree. Uh, Hutton's thirty four. Probably. I, this is kind of what I said before. Like we know what Hutton is. I don't think he's the guy that get to get them there. If if they need, if there's a chance, it lies within Linus Allmark. So yeah, give give the big suite a chance. You know what might be the change that the Buffalo Sabres need? Royal blue jerseys. <laughs> Enough of the navy. Well, maybe. What about they go back to black, like the Hasek jerseys with the the red, the, black. the red saber? Yeah, yeah, that'd be sick too. Well, the Sabres have had some sick jerseys over the year. I really they, like their white ones this year are so. The ones they're wearing right now, the actually, gold? they're playing the Toronto Maple Leafs right now. Uh, they're up five three, and the 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 white jerseys that they're wearing are just beautiful. Yeah, oh, isn't Hutch playing? Isn't, isn't yeah, Hutch just playing? That's tough. <laughs> that's a tough one for Hutch. Uh, <laughs> yikes! <laughs> that's good for Buffalo, though. Let me guess: Does Eichel have like five points? Um, Let, me check here. Let me check. I'm checking. I'm checking. Middle stat of anything? <laughs> Probably Jimmy VC actually just scored. So that's um... two points for Eichel. Middle stat has one point. You score? Yeah, he's got a goal. Wow! Casey. Look at you! Look at you, Ben! Your fantasy boy, yeah. I gave up <laughs> on him. <laughs> um, okay, is there anything else you want to talk about Buffalo? They're not making the playoffs, right? Is this is this a bottom ten team in the, in the league? I uh, wouldn't I'd put more average, out. but they're not making the playoffs. You guys aren't going to count them out yet. I'm going to count. Oh, I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to say. If they maybe make some wild trades, card. maybe wildcard. If, if they can uh, make some deals, they need to make some trades. Yeah, yeah they, they need, need to they acquire. Need some go acquire Taylor Hall, and we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> I actually would love to see that happen. No, I'd actually, I would love to see that. I, I think that's like, that's like the perfect guy. Yeah, they I would have perfect. fun in Buffalo. I don't know, but yeah, they, they can they, both they, skate. They'd have they a can lot both of fun. skate, and Ico could give him the puck. It would be, it'd be a lot. Yeah, it'd be good. I'm not talking about on the ice. I'm talking about off the ice. Like they, they might have a lot. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, let's move into Winnipeg from one cold city to another. Let's, let's move to, to Winnipeg here. Zane, I know you really want to talk to the, talk about them. So maybe I'll, I'll hand you the mic here and you can kind of say what you want to talk about with them. Yeah. Holy shit, man. Winnipeg is something, is a team that I think everyone in the hockey world pretty much wrote off to start this season. Uh, they lost Trubo over the off season. Yeah. They brought in Neil Pionk, uh, in return for him. Or, yeah, I believe it was in return for him. And they lost. Uh, Dustin Bufflin just vanished from the team. He's like, nah, I'm not playing this year. And yet, they are sitting in a, I believe, a divisional division spot. Yeah, third division spot. They are sitting in their divi- third divisional spot. They're 15-9-1. and one. That is impressive. You yeah, know what I just lose. looked at, too? 
sorry to cut you off, but so, Dallas is number two. There, they're only four points back at St. Louis, and I did say that Dallas was going to finish first. Anyway, sorry to cut you off. Uh, so yeah, Connor Hallibuck's probably been a big start of that. You know, nineteen or twenty starts or twenty games played, and a nine thirty save percentage. That those numbers are. Yeah, he's been he's been really good. Really good in in today's NHL and uh, and we we were kind of shitting on him to start the year, so he he's proved us wrong. Yeah, and Patrick Liney's given up Fortnite, and he's point per game now this season <laughs> so far. Uh, he's given up Fortnite. Yeah, that's what he that's what he said the start of the year during the offseason. <laughs> no more Fortnite. Yeah. They're uh, they're seven two and one. They're past ten. So they are they going to keep it going them. though? Are they are they is this is this for real? What they're doing? I I don't see why not. Maybe if Hellebuck slows down, you don't down, think that maybe... Hellebuck cools down and then like. Yeah, no? what, what, one thing I will say: they have five players here on their player stats without a point. Mason Appleton, Oof. Dahlstrom, Latestu, Luoto, and Shaw. And they've each played over seven games um, for them this season, each without a single no point. points. Uh, That's crazy. Top yeah, heavy. There's a good top half of that roster, and then there's a really bad bottom half of that roster. Uh, but Connor Hellebuck's making up the difference right now. So, um, Do you guys we'll think see. that this team has some like one of the best leadership groups in the, in the NHL? Probably. Blake Wheeler. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think that he, I have a lot of respect for him. Like I like the, the clip that really stands out for me with Blake Wheeler is when Lonnie scored in his own net and he went up to him on the bench and was like giving him a hug and like, you yeah, know, don't saying, worry about it. yeah, like you're good and that's really underrated, right? Because it's really easy just to get pissed off and say like, oh, what the like, what the fuck is this kid doing, you know? But I think that's that's really undervalued and, and I think Winnipeg. They have some older guys mixed in with some younger guys, and I think the coach there has done a good job, um, you know, preaching not let's not panic here, let's figure it out. Because at the start of the year, with how many goals they were letting in and they were losing some games, it, it was looking a little rough. And, and they've kind of stabilized and tried to figure it out here. So good for yeah, them. Yeah, maybe better for sure. Yeah, Blake Wheeler's not even like doing that great this year. He's got sixteen points, playing center games. Usually a ninety-point guy, and yeah, he's playing center. The like he he sees that his team. He's needs doing it to, all. Yeah, he's he needs doing to it all. Fill a role, and he's yeah. getting it done. Uh, it's uh, world class for Blake Wheeler. Okay, so so are you saying that there there's no reason that they don't finish in a playoff spot for you? You think that there is it wild card might, division? They might drop to a wild card with Colorado when they get their Col- guys back. Yeah, with Colorado when they get their guys back, they might turn it on. Yeah. Um, you know, Nashville could very well go on a on a run and uh, get in there. Yep. Uh, the central is very tough, so uh, maybe a wild card spot for them. But I, I do think they might make the playoffs with how good their their starts been and how good guys like Neil Pionk has been uh, filling in on that number one power play unit. What about you, Ben? Um, I am not sold yet. I still have them out of the playoffs. Yeah, I'm with you there too. I think I think there's too many teams here that I look at, like Nashville, Vegas, um, even Calgary, and. San Jose, for to some extent, that I think if they fall out of that division spot, uh, it's gonna be hard for them to compete for a wild card spot there. So, um, I think it's so far so good. Keep going for me. I, I haven't. I'm not sold yet, but I'm getting closer. Okay, uh, is that all we wanted to kind of talk about with Winnipeg? Let's let's head into the other team. I just I just kind of mentioned here. Let's go to the Sharks. So the Sharks have kind of gone on a roll here. Last ten games, they've won eight. They're uh, they're, they're they're on a roll, and we kind of said they. 
I think it was, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but I think we kind of mentioned that they were, we thought that they were donezo. Like, is this, is this just a flash in the pan or do we see them as an actual, a team that can actually compete uh, they got, here? They got skill. I mean, they got players. They've been able to do it before. I, I just don't see them as a team that's like actually getting a beat to win a Stanley Cup, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, but they have enough skill that they should be a decent team and they probably should make the playoffs. Like as as a Pacific fan, or as a, you guys are both Pacific guys, yeah. does this team scare you for like a divisional spot? Like, do you think that they can? Mm. Are you guys confident that both like both I mean, Vancouver their and goal differential better? is like when I look at their team, their goal differential is still in negative fourteen, yep. and that's with yep. being eight and two in the last ten. So like, also let's let's do another fun game here. What is what is Martin Jones GSA? Oh hey. god, dude, it's probably so bad. <laughs> Who's closer, <laughs> Zane or Ben? <laughs> I'm going minus. Don't worry, we're gonna we're gonna do the backup afterwards too. I'm gonna maybe, go minus maybe, eight. Hold on, let's let's start let's start with the backup. Let's go Aaron Dell. What is Aaron, Aaron Dell? Dell? Give us give us this. Is this better or worse than Jones? I'm not giving you it. Oh. I'm going <laughs> yeah, minus go, five for Aaron. Dell. I'll go minus minus six for Dell. Okay, he, he's minus four. He's at negative three point nine. Boom! Suck it, Ben. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, I'm going Jones <laughs> minus six. I'm minus six Jones, for Jones. Minus eight. And and Jones is minus nine point seven. Wow. Oh God. <laughs> he just swept you, Ben. What, what happened, man? <laughs> I, I had too much faith in these shitty goalies, apparently. <laughs> who's who's got the higher save percentage? I'm, the I'm same, going. I'm, I'm there's going one point. Zero point zero one separates both these guys. One guy has zero point zero one higher. Going whatever I say. <laughs> yeah. What are you saying? What are you uh, saying? I'll give it to Jones. Yeah, Jones is the guy. He's got it. Zane three and zero. Look at you, man. He's Look played. Pop he's played off. more games. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, a, true. It's kind of an easy one. What What is his save percentage? Eight point nine or point eight nine one. Oh boy, brutal, brutal. That's I, I think mean, that's what's holding the back. You had to just be and, over nine hundred now in today's NHL, right? Oh, nine yeah. ten nine oh nine is. The I, th- average I think I don't. I don't think it's nine hundred. I think it's like nine ten. I think yeah, if you're above nine ten, you're good. Like yeah. you're giving your team a chance to win. It used to be nine. Um, only a couple years yeah ago. yeah but i mean i think that has to attribute to like i said we, i talk about it every time i talk about saturday is when you have carlson and burns it's gonna be harder to keep the puck out of your own net it's gonna be easier to score but it's gonna be harder to keep the puck out of your own net so hence the negative 14 hence the negative but like their their top end guys are doing okay they kind of bounce back uh yeah. they got a solid little group there of like six seven eight eight guys that are you know all in uh Double digits contributing: Couture, Kane, Hurdle, Burns, Carlson, Meyer, LeBanc, even Barclay, Goodrow, and Patrick Marlowe are kind of chipping in there. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I don't, I still don't think that they're going to make playoffs. I, I don't think that they're. I just look at the teams ahead of them, and again, I like them better. Even the teams that are out of, like, I like Calgary better than them, and that says a lot for me right now because I don't like Calgary at all. And uh, I like Vegas better. I like Colorado better. Like I like all the teams ahead of them better. So even like I even like Nashville more than them, and Nashville's behind them. So, um, yeah, uh, that, that was kind of quick. But are you guys are you guys same boat as me? Like out of the yeah. playoffs? I mean, yeah, I think that's same here. Yeah. All right. Well, good, it's let's a good go. run for them. But uh, you know, they they have Thornton and Patrick Marlowe. What's their schedule like coming up here too? Fall off. What What's their schedule coming up here? Like, are they? Are they um, have they just been playing easy teams? Have they been playing hard teams? I, I kind of didn't. Uh, so they're eight two and one streak. Uh, they beat Chicago, Minnesota, uh, Nashville, Edmonton, Anaheim, Detroit. So, so kind of a mix. 
yeah, kind of a mix, nothing great. And then they also beat Vegas, uh, the Islanders, two big wins there. Uh, and then they beat LA uh, again. So, or not again, but... Uh, and they got Arizona here coming up. Uh, next month they go into like, oh, next month they go Washington, Carolina, Tampa, Florida, Nashville. That's a tough stretch there. They're so. also currently smoking the Kings for nothing. Yeah, it's it's the Kings, though. Yeah, it, I, <laughs> I think I'll, I'll I'll weigh in more after that that little five game stretch there, where they play Washington, Carolina, Tampa, Florida, Nashville. If they can get through that looking good, then I'll have a little bit more faith. But I bet you that they lose most of those games. So, um, with that being said, let's get into two teams that are pretty bad. <laughs> I was gonna say dumpster and then so hopefully somebody would say fire but um <laughs> you know let's start let's start with the worst team surprisingly the worst team or do we yeah let's start with the worst team yeah i i think that detroit over ottawa is surprising don't you or would you say that that's not as surprising it, who's the top ahl team right now can we get them relegated up to the na can we get them promoted <laughs> up to the nhl and detroit relegated because good god can you guess their goal differential can anyone guess it is the worst in the league and it's not close. <laughs> Minus 27? Oh, how many? Not close. Way more. Okay, hold, <laughs> no on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Can you give me how many goals they've scored? They have scored uh, 59. Which also. Okay, I'm going to go negative worst. 35. Nope, too low. Still too low. Too low? <laughs> oh, no. What is it? Give me it. Give me it. <laughs> 10 more. T- negative 45? Yes, negative 45. Oh my god. <laughs> that is so fucking bad. Hang on, hang on. Hold Before on. I say anything bad, I'm looking up their AHL team right now to see if we can get a switch. Like, let's let's call up the whole squad here. Guys, uh, hold on, guys. They they scored a goal today. That's their first goal yeah, in three games. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, there's, yeah, oh no, dude. They're, oh they're no. Grand Rapids is 9 10 and 1. That is their first oh. goal since the second period uh, against New Jersey back on the road trip a while ago. Oh my god, dude. That is just so bad. That was almost I don't a even week know what to say. They're on a, a streak of losing seven, so that helps. And back to back shutouts 6 0 and 2 0 uh, losses, and they're currently getting. Destroyed by Philadelphia right now. Yeah, I don't, I don't hey, know. Hey, Robbie Fabry's got like five goals since <laughs> joining <Yeah>. the team. <laughs> okay, the nice thing is, the nice thing is, I think Rasmussen has looked good in the AHL. They called yes, up Sedina. He, he, he was looking good in the AHL. Moritz Sider has looked really good in the AHL. So at least some of their guys down low, like in the minors, have looked good. I don't know how Valino's doing. I When I checked the start of the year, he had like no points in 10 games. That was yikes but um hey like you're, you might get lafreniere this year so that's that's something right lafreniere and larkin as a line would look pretty sick um i, I think we need to make amends there. on our start though we said oh, my bad i said both teams are bad the red wings are much worse yeah because ottawa is goal differential is minus eight <laughs> so it's yeah yeah minus eight and a minus no, I, I, well so. i was gonna say like ottawa has been like a nice story this year they, they played have well. been better especially recently uh yeah besides the last two games it's probably frustrating as hell for sense fans to watch though because they probably just want to lose right i know they, but... need to, they need to be doing what the red wings are <laughs> they're losing 5-2 to ottawa right or to minnesota right I now mean, so after all of the off-ice crap that's happened in ottawa isn't this kind of nice to be winning some games yeah probably 
Yeah, but I think by the end of the year, you by the end of the year, be... you want to be losing. But right now, some wins. Just yeah, sure. Well, that's what they're doing. They're six and four in their past ten. Yeah. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're giving them some hope for the future, but uh, it will likely go downhill. Yes. Eugene so Mill, how many? Okay, let's Mill, let's let's say, try. It. Hold on. It'll let's be try. The, and... Hold on. It'll be the reverse effect of the Dallas Stars. Eugene Melnick's going to come out and say something absolutely ridiculous. And then they're just <laughs> they're gonna, gonna start go losing. <laughs> um, I, I was okay. I was gonna say, you know what? We kind of just roasted the Red Wings there. What is the timeline here for this team? Like, how many years is it gonna take before before they're like? Is this like a five year thing? Is this like a five year, six year thing? Yeah, five years. Five years. Because I mean, they have some good guys. Like, they got some pieces. Like, Pertuzzi's looked not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Anthony C looks decent. Larkin looks good. Um, again, they got Zadina, Cider, and uh, Rasson who are all coming. That Philip Peronik looks good. Um, okay, they actually, got Jer- Jared McIsaac is coming. He, he he's a good defenseman. If they can um, get if they can Polino. get some defensive and goaltending help, which Cedar they got they got Philip Larson too, goalie. He, he's playing his first year in the age. So maybe he's, it's more like like three years if the all rookies can come in next year and like yeah, Rasmus I, can build on that. That's team. what I was gonna try to say. Like, and especially yeah. I think with Eisman there, I think it speeds it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, so maybe it's three years. But I, I was going to say between three and four. Yeah, I think that I think that's. What do you think, Xander? Are you are you in agreement there? Uh, so next year they'll probably still be shit, and I think they might be competitive the year after that. Like like because we got to remember too, Lafreniere might be coming to them, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. if they can get Lafreniere, well that that's a game changer. Like yeah, well I think if they get one of the top three guys, if they get Byfield, Lafreniere, or that Raymond, I think that's a huge. They better be getting one of the top three guys. If they don't, it's a fail of a season. Yeah. Um, honestly, too, like Askarov might Askarov might be a guy too that they're interested in. Just yeah. have like a because they have a bunch of forwards already, and uh, it's gonna be interesting for them if they don't get that first pick. I, I, I if they, yeah, if they don't get that first pick, I guarantee you they 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 maybe trade down. I think I think they're they're a team that just wants more assets. Yeah, they just need more guys. So okay, let's go to Ottawa. We kind of touched on them though. Um. So they've had a nice little boost here. They've they've they were kind of like competing middle of the pack for a little bit there, and then I think they're starting to fall off a little bit now. They've lost two and look like they're going to lose three in a row. But they they are six and four, including their last two losses. So this looks good for DJ Smith, though, doesn't it? Yeah, I think like so. this is this is this is. I uh, would you say this is a success for his, through his first like thirty-ish oh, games? Yeah, absolutely. This team is supposed was... to be the worst in the NHL by far. Yeah. So. Like Duclair has looked like an actual decent player. Um, Looks like his Coyotes days. Yeah, Tuchuk's looked good. Uh, Connor Brown has looked teams. fantastic. Like they, the ones that are touted to be so horrifically bad, are usually like not the worst. Just because that kind of that gives them some motivation. You know, everyone's saying you're gonna be goddamn jack shit throughout the season. That kind of sparks you to be like, no, yeah. fuck that. I, I think don't want to be uh, that. Zan- Zane, you made a really good point to me too. Though they're playing Anderson against all the hard teams, and they're playing Nielsen against all the bad teams. Yeah, that Just, I think that helps because uh, Nielsen can, you know, get them. They're playing the better goalie against worse teams, which uh, means you can pull out some wins. Uh, Did you imagine saying that three years ago? Though they're playing the better goalie out of Craig Anderson and Anders Nielsen. <laughs> that would have been like that would have been that would have been a hot take three years ago. Yeah, no kidding. But he's played well uh, this year, so. Um, so what's their timeline? Do you guys think? Uh, like, I, I actually think that they might have a li- larger timeline than. Um, 
Yeah, I don't think they quite have the number of prospects and stuff. No, they don't have that. They got Josh Josh Norris, Logan Brown, Drake Batherson, uh, Colin White, uh, Lassie Thompson. They did make uh, all those deals. Bernard Docker. They traded Duchesne. They traded Turnus. They traded all these guys. How do they not have prospects? But they, I, I they do. They I just do. listed off five. And then I, I, I was going to keep going. They got Matt Sogard in net. Who, he's six seven, big Danish dude. They got, got uh, that Gustafson. Uh, I think it's so uh, is there Phil Gustafson. To be competitive? Isn't that? Isn't it not next year? No, I think it's uh, the way they the way they started this year. They're losing they... to Minnesota seven two right now, Zane. So, oh. um, yeah, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I don't know if it's next year, buddy. Well, that's um, for Anders Um, I was going to say. Maybe like four years, three. I, it's tough just because I think Detroit have, have a better core of young guys who have been in the NHL longer. So when the young guys come up, there's already that established core. I don't see that with Ottawa as much. Like guys who are going to be sticking around. The only guys in Ottawa who are young and sticking that might stick around is like to Chuck. I mean, Pajot has been popping off. Maybe you keep him around. Uh, Shabbat. They got brands from there. Like, uh, it's tough, right? Yeah, they they're they're developing. There's a better core in Detroit already. Their development team's gonna get tested here. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um. Well, that's all the teams we had there. Do you guys want to Ben? Do you want to do you want to finish up with like a who's who's worse right now? Uh, the Habs or the Canucks? I. <laughs> I actually want to hear Ben's thoughts on uh, Travis Green because uh, we kind of touched on it, but not really when we were talking about which coach should be fired next. You just want to – Zane wants to hear a rant. That's what Zane wants oh, to hear. Oh, boy. Lay it on me because this was supposed well, to be the guy. If I don't – Was like, he, though? If I'm not mistaken correctly, he was the AHL coach for a little bit before he came, yep. became this head coach. Yep. And people were calling for him to be the, the head coach. Yep. He was next in line. He was the guy that was supposed to you know fix the team. What happened? Um, well, I, I mean, I think so. A lot of people are saying that they don't think he deserves to be fired yet. Uh, and that's fair because they say, you know, he hasn't had enough time. Well, he's in year three with the Canucks now. And we've been, as we all know, not very good. But here's the problem. The, this year, we we're supposed to be, I mean, all of us, or I think Grayson and I had them in the playoffs. Zane, I, don't I, did, I did not. I did not have them in the playoffs. No. We all had them. Well, at least I am in the playoffs. I know a lot of people thought they were they were supposed to be a better team and at least being competitive, right? And like I had them done that. Like I had them uh, right outside. Yes. Yeah, you had them. That's right. You had them one missing. Um, But here's the issue. Like the same shit keeps happening with this team. So... We first, first of all, I'll say with this roster, this players, we should be a competitive, like a competitive playoff team. I think personally, I think that, that we should. But we keep blowing leads, and and I think it absolutely has to do with Travis Green's system. What happens is we'll, we'll first of all, we'll give up the first goal of the game every fucking game. Uh, I think it's like seventy five percent of the games we played in. Uh, maybe it's not that. Maybe it's like seventy percent that the other team has scored the first goal. But then it doesn't matter. We always come back, and we seem to get a lead, and then we blow it. And and this is highlighted by our last game against Pittsburgh, and then also earlier in the year against Tampa Bay. We were up 5-1 to one on Tampa Bay uh, right around Halloween. And with our full roster, it's still at that point. And we ended up losing in a shootout 6-5. Like, and then yesterday, uh, or two days ago, we played Pittsburgh. We're now 2 nothing. come back. We're up 4-2 to two and end up losing 8-6. to six. Uh, and, and to me, that... That is a sign of, of a coaching issue is that 
Travis Green, all of a sudden, as soon as we get a lead, he he does this thing what they call in soccer soccer is parking the bus. Like he puts in all the plugs, all the defensive guys, and we sit back and just get absolutely fucking pounded in our own zone. And it continues to happen. It, it's coming. It's one goal games. It's two goal games. It doesn't matter. It, it continues to happen, and it, I don't understand because it doesn't work. And like we're just getting shelled, and, and we're blowing leads that we shouldn't be blowing, and we're losing games that it, it should be easy wins. When you're up four to two. Or actually, it ended up. It was six to two at one point, and lost. And you're up five to one. It doesn't matter who you're playing. Like you should win that game. That shouldn't be a competitive game. And it's to me, it's not the players. I I think it's a coaching and, and the it, it's a system thing. And it's really starting to become prevalent. And it's just not good. And it's it, the Canucks can't seem to start a game properly, and they can't seem to finish. And that to me has more to do with the coaching than the players. No, generally, when when you have the lead, you usually play your bottom six a bit more you rest your your top guys and you play your bottom six more is it like too much that he's playing them or oh it's way too much like uh i remember early in the year against new york uh the rangers we yeah. ended up giving like 22 shots in the third period we won the game but Pedersen didn't play for the last seven minutes of the game like that's our best oh, player that's, that's dumb how do you not play your best player for the last seven minutes of the game it's like well it was all defensive face-offs i don't give a fuck he's <laughs> the best he's your best player you have to play him. I, that's how you I, turn. I a, that's how you turn a defensive face off into an offensive face off by putting Elias Pettersson on the ice. Exactly. Like, uh, I, I, I have a question. Yeah. Now, what if? Now, hear me out. This might be a hot take. What if the Canucks jerseys were reversed and he made them green, so that Travis, like, would that help Travis Green if he, he coached a team with green jerseys? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. I don't know. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, no, that that that's ridiculous. In all seriousness, it's seriousness, seriousness. Um, Grayson, that's crazy. Your best player doesn't play the last seven Grayson, minutes. Grayson, it's pretty impressive how you're able to. While Ben is doing his rant, it's pretty impressive how you're able to roll a joint, smoke it, and then say that. <laughs> <laughs> that was really quick. Man. Yeah. Well, I, I'm. I don't know. Um. Yeah, I, I got nothing else to say. I think you you that was a good rant. Yeah, I it's, it's who would you so who would you like to have there? Is there a coach in mind you have? I don't I don't have anyone in Babs? mind because I'm I'm Babs? not Babs? sure who Babs. Babs. Fuck no. <laughs> Babs. <laughs> I think he had the same problem. I think Travis Green's falling into the same problem is that he he just he falls in love with in love with these guys who are grinders. And another point I want to make is the practice lens today included Louis Erickson on the first line. And I swear to God, if that... He has no points in 14 games, right? He is so useless. How is he not... You gotta get him going, man. You gotta get him going. No, you can't. You can't. You can't. (laughs) You can't get that guy going. He's useless. As soon as Furling comes back and... that's and Sutter and, and Beagle, he he better be in the AHL, but uh, he's practicing. He's switching with Goldobin. Hold on, on. you guys are missing those three players, and he's still riding your guys' bottom six? Yes. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Tyler fucking Grayevac is our fourth line center. I don't even know who that is, but he's been playing center and just like, it's just unbelievable, man. It's, I, I don't know how I haven't broken my TV yet watching these games because we get up and it's not even exciting to have a lead anymore because it's just like, oh my God, here we go. We get to watch all our fourth liners get hemmed in their own zone for the last 20 minutes of a game. Now, would you prefer Pedersen's playing 29 minutes a night like Leon Drysaddle in Edmonton? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> it's dude. By Is that the just a new thing? That, that's a new thing. It's too much. It's way too much. It may be too much, but it's better than sitting him for the last eight minutes of a game. Yeah, it's, that is true. It's it's just so frustrating, and 
I, 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 to start the year, I was very, you know, I've been off and on on Travis Green. I like him. I don't like, like he, I like some things he does. I don't like some of the things he does. You've been bipolar this year, Ben. I blame the Canucks, man. I, I feel you, dude. I know exactly how you feel, man. <laughs> October was awesome. And then as soon as November 1st hit, we've been just it's brutal. Like, it's like, I'm having a great day. Sit down, watch the Habs game. Day it, ruined. Dude, it ruins your <laughs> night. Like, ruined. It ruins it. It literally yeah, just I, takes I, I it out of me. It's like, oh my God. Because you watch a team that plays pretty well and then just... The worst part it. is too, I feel like a player, like after tough loss, you know how they tell the players, like stay off social media. I yeah. can't, I can't do it, man. I, I can't go on Twitter. Yeah, dude, it. it's, it's brutal. Yeah. Well, is, is that a su- sufficient rant for you, Zane? Is that oh, what you want to hear? I loved every second of it. I think you should tweet in. Uh, you switch to the green jerseys. It might help. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I have to stay off Twitter because otherwise guys, things will be flying. The Canucks got like six different jerseys this year and one of them wasn't green. That's that's kind of a missed opportunity. Yeah, well, I, it, the black skate though, that thing's pretty sexy. Oh, that's so, so nice. Sick. Those should be their actual jerseys. They should be their alternates rather than those weird, green, super green and blue ones that they have. The, the blue, oh, like with, with the solid green line. Yeah, I don't like those. Those are gross. Those are so ugly. Yeah, I don't. Sorry. Like, switch the Sorry. black skate <laughs> into the third one, and that'd be sweet. Yeah. Just make the black. Just make that black jersey your actual jersey, and then have the green and. And uh, yeah, I, I, I like I got a soft spot for green and blue for some reason, well, but there's a home I, I home, like the black. There's a home and home coming up with the Oilers and the Canucks this weekend. Uh, what you guys think? Who's taking which? Who's taking Vancouver the both? Wow, no fucking chance. <laughs> <laughs> I like to I'm live sorry. dangerously. I'd That's love to me. see them win both. I I hope they do. I, I think we're lucky. What, we what is uh, have the Oilers uh, got on a little slide here yet at all? Like, have they lost um, a couple games in a row? We just finished up a five-game road trip where we went three and two. So. Oh yeah, you're you're due. You're due for a little two-game, three-game slide here. Or we're a good team. We're gonna start winning again. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the. You're due. You're due for a slide here, and the Canucks are due for a bounce back. It's a perfect. We are storm. due for a bounce back, and as soon as December hits, we usually start to figure it out again. So, we'll see. Well, the, the right, first is there game's a, is there anything else you guys want to? So. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Is there uh, is there anything else you guys want to touch on before we wrap it up here? Are you guys uh, content? No, I I, have my, I got my rant out. I'm happy. But you, Zane, anything else? Um, no, I think we we covered it all. All right. Well, with that said, if you guys have made it this long, thanks for listening to episode 24. Uh, you know, throughout the next couple of weeks here, I'm expecting that some teams will be more active. We're going to see some more trades. Some more stuff so um you know keep keep uh keep checking our twitter for for more up- episodes and updates and all that stuff we're going to give you all the news all, all our thoughts um and again thanks for all the support guys give us a follow at hockey heaven pod if you're listening to this for the first time or you're not following uh, and we'll see you guys in another couple weeks thanks a lot